Sell me your car today. This is Clay Edwards, and I want to buy your car, truck, or SUV today. Are you tired of dealing with all the marketplace maniacs and the Craigslist crazies? I hear nightmare stories every day about counterfeit checks for vehicles here in central Mississippi. Did you know if you get ripped off with a counterfeit check, your insurance company will not cover you? Let me make you a fair market value offer for your vehicle today. Contact me today at claybuyscars.com. That's claybuyscars.com. All right, we are live. It's the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. It's finally Friday here on the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards, joined here in the studio by my favorite blue-haired, Black Lives Matter shirt-wearing, Bell Havenite, whatever it is you are, Sean Yurk-Kuran. I've got the shirt with the paratrooper on today. No, I don't. The BLM Chicago it's so edition. ridiculous. I just, I mean, that I saw something on Twitter last night where people, you know, were tweeting that paratrooper thing. I'm like, who thought that was a good idea? That that was a cool thing that, like, this guy is paratrooping and we're going to make that the symbol of our movement. <clears throat> the same people that burned down half the country, uh, in, uh, the same people that burned down black neighborhoods in the name of black lives. I guess so. Yeah. It seems like I these mean, are the people just, that are using the, using the symbol. Nobody know? makes I mean, a baby like, in a corner. It's like using a. It'd be like if you were using the twin towers collapsing as your as your uh, symbol. Yeah, it's the same it thing. You know, it's the same thing. It is. Uh, or, an, or I mean, if, since it was an attack on Jews, something to do with the Holocaust. Yeah, you know, put it like, Auschwitz and all of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, put an yeah. oven on there. I mean, I, and I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that that's how distasteful. Yeah. it is. I'm making an example. I'm not trying to be funny at all. Uh, all right, here in the studio for the first hour, we've got Charles E. Matthews Jr. Uh, Chip. Otherwise known as Chip Matthews. Hey. Let me cut your mic on. I'm sorry. There you go. Let's go by Chip as much as we can since that's on the signs. Yeah. Everybody go, who the heck is Charles? <laughs> Chip Chip Matthews here in the studio. And uh, without a microphone, we've got David Bishop also. So uh, we got a house full this morning. Chip is running for Madison County Board of Supervisor District 5. Mm-hmm. District 5. I'm learning. I'm learning. I got it right the other day when I said it. And uh, David's running for District 4. Oh. So they're here to sway your opinion. Uh, I was listening to another show on the way in. They were talking about that and for a minute. And they were just talking about it was somebody that lived on Yandale Road. Well, Melissa. I can say people's names here. Yes. I was listening to Melissa and Daryl yeah. coming in this morning. And uh, they had mentioned your name. And they were talking about Yandale Road and what a disaster that is. And that that really seems to be like the thing. That's going to sway this election for you. Yandel Road has uh, immobilized everybody in the Deerfield area to do something. Now, of course, it's the biggest precinct in the uh, county. And uh, as far as people, it's one of the smallest as far as size. And usually you'll stand in line two and a half hours to get in to vote sometimes. Just saying it's very dense. Yes, and there's nowhere to park. There's only 20 parking spaces, and they'll if they do what they did in the primary, there'll be 18 uh, poll workers and uh, nowhere to park and nowhere to get in there. So what, what do we do in the meantime, before an election, to get this right for the election? The supervisors pick the location, and as far back as before the primary, I was at the Board of Supervisors meetings asking to move it, and he said, oh, we can't move it this year. We'll move it next year. But that was what Paul wants to do. So the, the, the Paul and Banks crime family that's been running Madison County for 30 years, 38 for, 36, 36, for, for. 36 for Carl, 
has got to stop, y'all. That's why nothing happens in District 4 and 5. They sell their, they sell your funds to go other places in the county. Give us an example. I'll give you an example. Well, there's Sulphur Springs. <laughs> Rudy Warnock, when he, uh, let's see, that was $7 million, $8 million? A little over $7 million, right? It was budgeted in uh, way back in, uh, like, what was that, 08, 07, to, for Yandel Road to be repaired. And then they took that money and built a lake that Is did not that hold lake? water. Yeah. At Sulphur Springs in North Madison County in the most unpopulated area to just uh, waste our money. And then they recently just approved $300,000 to be spent on trees up there. That seems like some Jackson minority set-aside nonsense. Oh, that's exactly what it is. On the $850,000 that, you know, now we got to pay because we were late on the bills. On Riverside Drive? Yeah, did you see the picture? I think I sent it to you. The work had, you know, stopped for a while, too, the other day. No. Yeah. Well, maybe you did. Yeah. Yeah. I I look at everything, so if you did, I saw it. I mean, you just, you know, they don't budget it. They take it. So So that's Rudy Warnock. That was a city engineer, right? Yeah, city engineer, county engineer. That's what I remember. Then like- CMU engineer. Currently on trial. His trial was to begin in January mm-hmm. and has been put off now to December just so because it's going to probably implicate these two supervisors. He's been there's been stuff with him going on for the last what fifteen years or something. Uh, Is that about right? How would you what would you say? What was that now? I, I just remember Warnock. reading and I don't know a whole lot about the story, but I remember because you know I follow Jackson Jambalaya over the years, well, and, and that he's written a lot of stuff about that, about Warnock. and About 15 years. About, yeah, it seems like it's been an ongoing thing for whatever, some, whatever right. he's into. And in I don't 2015, know when I ran for supervisor back in 2015, mm-hmm. uh, that, that was one of the things that came up was we need to get rid of, rid of Rudy Warnock because of all the misspending that was been going on. Yeah. So on the first day of our, on 2016, our first order of business was to fire Rudy Warnock. That's what we did. You guys fired him in 2016? 2016. Okay. Then y'all fired Mike Espy, right? We fired Mike Espy the same day. And he was the county attorney? He's the county, and he is now again. He's, okay. And then he left there and went to CMU Mm -hmm. to go to work and continued. Because Canton, the Democrats of Canton run all the business in four and five for the county. For, for, For us ignorant folks, CMU is... Canton Municipal Utilities, and that's what he's on trial for. And, I mean, they used to be well-funded with the extra, I think it was 12 or $14 million. Has Warnock been on trial before? I'm just, I know there's a long history here. There was here something just, there where I think Mary, he, he had a hit He had a hit out on Mary Hawkins at one time. Oh, did he really? Oh, yes. I remember, the only thing I remember, I'm being honest with you all, the only thing I remember is cause just because I followed Jimmy's blog and yeah. over, over the years is uh, he was at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> I mean, that's what I remember. I know it sounds stupid, hey, hey, but that's what I remember. And that's what he's in trouble for now. He was giving tickets to people to go to Laker games, this, that, and okay. the other. He, uh, he was... Is uh not, this this is only relevant because I got a follow up question. Is he a okay. black guy or a white guy? Rudy Warnock. Yeah, he's a white guy. White guy. And I was just asking, was he because I was curious if he was related to the Warnock over in Georgia? Oh, okay, no, yeah. No. Well, that's why that name is so familiar. No, to me. but he, he acts Warnock. like him. But uh, Warnock, yeah, Warnock is basically in it for the money, anywhere he can go, and he he drained Madison County, Canton. CMU, uh, Canton Municipal Utilities, of as many dollars as he could, and then. Uh, I can't wait. I figured the longer they put off the trial, you're a lawyer. The longer mm. they put off a trial, 
He'll probably come to a deal. The guy with the most money is going to make a deal and give up some people at some point and not go to jail. Well, right? they, they always, yeah, they always mm-hmm. say that you know the first to the courthouse is the best thing to do because you yeah. can make your deal. And so is it? Is he being prosecuted by the feds? Or? Feds. Okay. Uh, if he'd been by, by the county, they wouldn't do anything to him. They're mm-hmm. all. What are, gotcha. They're all in bed together. Sean, didn't you tell me like the feds have some kind of just ridiculous win percentage rate once they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost a hundred percent. It's pretty high. I mean, I've always like, said once the feds have got you, they got you. You know, there's only a few times if you in the last twenty years that I can really think of where they've lost a big high profile trial. Y'all remember Oliver Diaz, the Supreme Court justice? Like they had tried to go after him a couple times and lost both those. Of course, but, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose uh, Trump. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. But the uh, but I know uh, you know locally here, Oliver Diaz was state Supreme Court justice, and they went after him a couple times. Dunn Lampton's office did, and he was acquitted because obviously he didn't really do anything. It's, that's a whole nother story. Uh, but yeah, they generally, if the feds indict you, it's not it's because they got a good case. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, in Canton, the big thing that over the years, uh, the flooding is the big thing in Canton. Okay. Okay. They've stolen all the money that was. They'll. They'll. T- they did a bond issue, and I, you can answer this for me. You do a bond issue to raise money to help flooding, then you spend it on police cars. That's wrong, right? Yeah, I would think so. Sure. Uh, I no. mean, if that's uh, yeah, it sounds wrong. To I brought me. that up to people, and they they didn't prosecute them for it. And I'm Brilliant. just like, well, okay, why do we need police cars? You already wrecked the first ten you got Jeez. inside of six months. And of course, I'm in a federal case right now where um, they shot at me. Oh, you're the victim in the case. I'm the victim. I was shot. My house was shot sixty times. And Is the person in, indicted or uh, the Canton Police Department? Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. I feel like, I feel like we should play some Tupac. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> How long will they mourn me? I mean, it just seems like every you know every time we. Clay and I follow these stories on the stage. It's like it just brings you back to thinking, like, is everything just home cooked around here? Like, that's what I always think. It just feels like there's so much of that going on. Man, I, I'm gonna tell you, you know, so living in Jackson for as long as I did, um, uninterrupted, basically, I did. There was a short time where I had a condo out on the reservoir, mm-hmm. you know, in the late 2000s, 20, 2008, 2009. I had a condo for a year out there, but other than that. Lived in Jackson the whole time, and man, look, I was ignorant to, to politics around here until Chip and I opened 105 in uh, summer, September of 03. I don't make me somewhere mind. in there, September of 03. <laughs> yeah. I posted a picture of us on a, uh, from the Clarion Ledger when we did the grand open and moved it down there the other day, but <clears throat> uh, I, I never paid a whole lot of attention. I knew that I knew that Johnson was the first black mayor. Right. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna brag about their first blacks and gay anything. So I, I'll never forget that Johnson's the first black mayor, and I remember Chip met him out on the parking lot out in front of the building and put a quarter in the meter for him. Yes, <laughs> and I think that was the first famous politician I'd ever met was was Harvey Johnson, and then of course got very involved in in Frank Melton getting election well, you know, electing because we were gonna have we were we were the only businesses down there. We, we oh y'all were involved in Melton stuff? Or? No, 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 just not yeah, the stuff. No. I didn't mean the stuff. <laughs> no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, no, I meant no. like the the campaign. <laughs> I didn't well, mean the stuff. It just I, I openly as a business owner in mm-hmm. two thousand four was or whatever it was when Melton got elected. We yep. I mean we had a Melton sign in, in the window and and everything because as downtown business owners we were. Very ecstatic. I, I think Chip had gone on to open fire at this point. Yes. We kind of going our separate way, but mm-hmm. I was openly pulling for Melton. That's when I got involved in politics. More to more to the story here, mm-hmm. and staying in Jackson a long time. You see all this corruption in Jackson. Yeah, you're like, man, that don't happen nowhere else but Jackson. And then well, boy, you move out to Rankin County and you see what's going on out there with some stuff. Yeah, and you see what's going on in Madison. You're like, 
the, the, people have to separate crime. I mean, like violent crime, Jackson type stuff, mm-hmm. and corruption. And the corruption's happening everywhere. Oh, the corruption yeah. is is solid, and in so, Madison yeah. County, so, it's but very it's bad. it's easy to brush that under the rug when you provide a safe and secure area. You know, if you're if the police departments and sheriff's departments are strong and are doing their job, people will look the other way on this stuff. And clearly, that's what's happened in both these places, but Correct. especially up here in Madison County. Yeah, I think that also. I mean. Um, yeah, I think I, mean, I think that's true. It's just kind of basically we're, we're talking about corruption. We're, we're talking about money we're, and, yeah, at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, the and money day. money sees no color, right? No. I mean, you know, and all we see is green. And it seems like it doesn't matter whether you're black or white. I mean, corruption is just something's going to happen because we're dealing with money. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's always you always hear you know, if you want to find out what the problem is, you always follow the money. Yeah, I've heard that millions of times. But in places like Madison County, just like you were saying, that stuff is swept underneath the rug. Because the police departments are doing a good job. we got some good police departments. You do. Uh, the point of it is, when you get folks in there such as uh, uh, Carl Banks and Paul Griffin, this has become a uh, retirement plan for them and their family and their friends. And right now, what's, what's going to happen is, uh, I think Carl Banks, this is 36 years, and I think he's grooming for the next family member, will be his son, running for county supervisor. And that was one of the reasons why the redistricting was to make sure this stays in the family for a lot longer. Yeah. And that's that's scary. All right, let's let's take a break real quick. When we come back, we're gonna continue to peel this onion back with uh Chip Matthews, David Bishop, Sean Yurkaron, and Clay Edwards on one oh three point nine FM W Y A B. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Guns and Gear. Get over there. Uh, speaking of District 5, yes. right over there, uh, Guns and Gear, right there at Yandale Road and 51. Get over there. Check them out this weekend. They are open today. The home of No Limit Ammo. They got all your guns, ammos, parts, accessories, gunsmithing, and Cerakoting needs handled under one roof. And, of course, they buy used guns as well. In a pinch, holidays are coming up. Bought one too many guns this year. Let them help take some of that weight off of you hmm. at Guns and Gear. Shop them online, gunsandgearms.com, and go look at their Facebook page. I'm telling you, they have all kind of great deals of the day that you didn't even know existed until you go check them out. I'm looking at some of them now, but uh, we're going to get back to business. But you can go over there to Guns and Gear, support Hunter and the team. Tell them I sent you. Gunsandgearms.com. All right, Chip Matthews. Okay. Let's. Uh, uh, where do we, do we want to start with corruption or redistricting? Let's go with re- redistricting. We'll get to corruption. There's plenty of that to talk about. Let's talk about how we wound up where we're at so that um, we have a good chance. And we got to get everybody to go out and vote. The Republicans have to show up at the polls for District 4 and 5 to change. And uh, the way they redrew the lines in District 4 and 5, they gave me a better chance at winning. And they gave David a better chance at losing. David has actually won his pre, his district before, but that district is usually decided by one, two, or three votes either way. But uh, my district, they have uh, they took half a Canton out and they gave me everything up to Green Oak, Oak Road on uh, on Highway Fifty One. So if I can get those people out, which uh, a third of all absentees in at this point are from the Deerfield area, where they have been neutralized from the D.R. Horton debacle. Um, it uh, looks pretty good, but we're, we're hoping for the best. But David here can tell you more about how they did the lines. Uh, uh, basically, when you read district, it's usually to make sure everybody has a fair advantage to vote. 
everybody gets to write, you know, we're well present, represented. What this happened is this time they took, uh, they being the district county supervisors, uh, voted to, uh, in re- the reality, the word I should be using is gerrymandering. It's not redistricting. Uh, they actually took a core Republican voting base, which was Lake Caroline, out of the Republican base and put in 650 votes, Democrat votes. Now, like Chip said, this is usually a uh, two or three vote swing. So that was almost uh, trying to solidify their future to maintain their power. So that actually goes, District 4 actually goes from Canton, west of Canton, up to Flora, all the way down to south of Ridgeland. So it's kind of like a sea all the way around around the uh, county. And now Lake Caroline being kind of a funny situation, Carl Banks lives in Lake Caroline. So he couldn't put himself out, so he put the lines around his neighborhood. <laughs> he took, it took out the rest of Lake Caroline and left his house or his, his little neighborhood in there. So he left about 200 votes out of 900. Yeah. So, but to make sure he could maintain the, the power today and the power for tomorrow, this is what they've done. This was not a redistricting. This was a gerrymandering. Does it not? Do, do these redistricting plans not have to go before some kind of board? It does. It has to go through the CMPDD. But it's also done by the supervisors. Right. Supervisors draw the line. Supervisors decide the precincts. Supervisors decide where you're going to go to vote. And in this case, in like in District Five. That the biggest precinct in the county, they made sure that it is the most suppressed district in the county. We had a and in the uh, primary, we had one district where sixty-one people are registered to vote. They had fourteen people vote. They had sixteen people work it. Figured that one out. Let me explain a little bit too. Also, the, the supervisors have to. You get five supervisors, so they have to vote for the redistricting. Right now, you've got three Republicans in there and two Democrats. So you want to know how that passed? Well, we had one Republican, unfortunately, voted for the redistricting. I was like, in there, in there, a Republican in there or a Democrat playing Republican over there that's doing some funky stuff. A, you mean the Republican playing Democrat? That's what I said. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Gerald Steen has been the lockstep vote for, um, I guess, uh, the D.R. Horton deal. And when things need to get passed, he is voting against what the two Republicans would like and for the Democrats. Now, of course, you know, it takes three votes to get anything done in the county. That is why it's so important that that, uh, David Bishop or myself wins to break that vote. It sounds like Justice Roberts. At the Supreme Court. <laughs> Calling balls and strikes, right? Is that what he said? Yeah. Justice Roberts said. Yeah, voting for Democrats. Uh, voting against America's will, the will of Americans. It sounds like it sounds like uh, Madison County are voting against the supervisors or voting against the will of the people. And then you had the uh, in the election that just happened. You know, you had uh, uh, we did the um, investigation in that. And we were on Jameson's show the other day, and in that situation, we had thirty people that after we went and got payroll records, 30 people that were not registered voters of Madison County actually ran the polls. And then that has been verified now by some members of the uh, Election Commission. Plus two were felons running. And they were the ones that picked up the votes at the courthouse, carried them to the precinct, and brought them back. And you want to say that elections are fair and you you can't even get a, a, a staff together, honestly, that will do the right thing. 
Well, Chip, I mean, you know, the rules for thee, but not for me when it comes to Democrats and elections. Well, there's never rules for Chip. I can promise you that. Uh, We've been through that for 100 years, it seems. I'm just saying. I mean, it just feels like Democrats don't have to get their – they don't have to get on the, the ballot in time. No. They don't have to do anything. And, look, I, I like Michael Watson, but I, I have to ask the question every now and then, like, what – if this isn't what if this doesn't fall under the purview of the election Secretary integ- of State election what, integrity what does nothing falls under the purview of anybody. Now they currently are investigating uh, the Secretary of State and the AG's office are, sec- are investigating what took place in the um, primary. Now the reality here is the Democrats didn't have a contract to have the county run the election yet. The county allowed. District 4 and 5 to be run by Democrats instead of Republicans when the Republicans did have a contract. So, I mean, this is just like your Madison when you were running for mayor of Canton and the Democrat wasn't even legally supposed to be on the ballot. And, and I won my, you know, I won the court case. We went to court and it said in court, Chip Matthews received all the legal votes. Dr. Truly received zero legal votes. But let's do the right thing and let truly be the boss. I went, okay, there's no justice in the world. Then I left and went and opened Acme Pizza. <laughs> at, what, at what point do do we have to throw an election out and, and start over and say, man, y'all, got, y'all have screwed this up so bad? Well, for that to happen, you've got to have Michael Watson do more than just pass the buck. You know, y'all were just talking about Democrats and Republicans in Madison County, obviously, and all the things going on. Clay, you and I last night talked about the Jim Hood Tate Reeves race. I think you said like you had heard that uh, Hood beat Reeves in Madison County. Yeah, and I just pulled it up. Actually, he did beat him. Yes, he did. Eighteen thousand six eighty five to eighteen thousand two forty five. And what they don't realize is what's okay. going on in four and five mm-hmm. is um, all kind of corruption, and and Madison County will become a purple county if we don't take action now. I mean, it's going to go from purple to Democrat. Well, like if you look at it here, like I got both numbers. So in in um, 2019, Jim Hood won 50.1% to 49%. Right. But in 2020, Donald Trump won 55% to 43%. So right. that, I guess there was a difference between a local Democrat and the national, the national party in that well, way. Well, look, it brought out more voters. Brought out more voters. Yeah. But go Trump look at, did, you're saying. Go Trump look at the numbers where Espy... Uh, SP in his race. Right, we, got, we got y'all sidekick, uh, Timothy Jenkins, on the line here. Okay. Hey, hey. Tim. Hey there. Um, well, I just figured since uh, Chip brought up about the attorney general for the state of Mississippi, I got an email yesterday from their office. It wasn't signed, but it was a type form letter saying that uh, the stuff that I turned in, they were not going to seek charges. Uh, and they referred me to the state auditor's office. Yeah, they want us to go get the money back, but let's forget about the crime. About which 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 situation? This situation, uh, the 30 people and the 150 people. Yeah. They said, that, yes, it happened. Everybody's acknowledging that it happened, but let's just go get our money back, and we're not going to prosecute anybody. Who's supposed to get the money back? Uh, Shad White now. Okay. They want us to go to him. I mean, it's yeah, past who, the buck. Who gives it back? <laughs> yeah, who yeah. gives it back? It should be coming out of the supervisor's bond. But uh, they, they admit to the corruption by saying you need to go see Shad and get the money back, but they don't want to prosecute the crime of um, – Now, the money y'all are talking about is for paying the people who were not supposed to be working the – Correct. I mean, okay. I mean, when you're buying people the day before, you're paying 224 people to fit 150 people, 
And, I mean, we had 70 Demo- uh, Republicans work in the polls. They had 300, what was it, how many, Tim, 312 Democrats? He's gone. 312 Democrats were working the polls. I mean, you can tell the unbalance. All right, let's take a break. We'll pick this back up on the other side with Chip Matthews, David Bishop, and Sean Yorkron here on The Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. We're in here in the studio with uh, Chip Matthews running for District 5 Supervisor out there in Madison County, as well as David Bishop running for District Four supervisor coming up here on November is it 7th? November seventh. November seventh. Yep. Same day as my sister's birthday. I can remember that. November seventh, guys. Uh, what else we got here? Well, we just got to get some people to get out to vote. That is the most important thing out there. I mean, we've got crime and corruption we could talk about for for days. And I promise, when I get in on the election corruption end of it, I will not be through. Win or lose, I will not be through on the election corruption. Timothy Jenkins and I are on top of this. We're going to see it through. And uh, I'm probably going to just go ahead and run a picture of this letter in the newspaper for uh, Ms. Fitch. Yes. So that's that, where everybody can see that crime took place, but we're not going to prosecute it. Well, you know, it seems uh, – yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think you got you got to start there just like that. I think that's where Donald Trump's going to have to start. Uh, January twenty fifth, yes. whenever whenever he gets sworn in, yes, you got to start. You're going to have to drain the swamp a little bit. Oh yeah, and, I mean, and start at the bottom and rebuild this thing. And then, and you you got to look at it in in Madison County for thirty years. Everybody's been hired. It's been hired by them. So you if you your boss, you're going to do whatever your boss needs, right? Yep. And when your family is your boss, you know you, you know you got to get them on the payroll because you don't want to. If they're sitting at home, you got to pay for them. So, <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, let me let me paint a paint a parallel here. Look at look at Hines County. Look at look at Jackson. Look at what happens when the wrong people have been in charge for too long. They got complacency. They got family members. What's it called when you put family members on a, in a job? Uh, nepotism. Thank nepotism? you. That's what I was talking about. Nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> is there a nepotism statue? I think. Oh yeah, there, is, there is, but is. nobody goes about it because yeah, I, nobody. Right, listen I, to this: banks who nominated Espy. Yeah, to be the the attorney is his cousin. Okay, but nobody uses. I've never. I've always. I always knew there was. I remember when I worked at the DA's office um, over ten years ago, and my old boss is deceased now, Robert Smith. Like people had accused him of hiring his cousin, and I don't think she was his cousin actually in his defense. But you know, it was a big thing, and people were talking about using the nepotism statute. That's when I first heard about it. Right, and I was like, "There's a nepotism," st-? which makes sense. Mississippi is a perfect state that would need a nepotism statute. Yeah. You know, like it really is a state that would need that. Well, the, well, the, the gene pool is kind of shallow around here. <laughs> yes. yes. So, so well, just Everybody knows everybody's what I mean. Everybody's related somehow. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's just, uh, every, yeah. Everybody's related, but I think every, the nepotism, what goes too deep? Yeah. And that, mm. that on the law, that you only can go too deep on that. So, mm-hmm. But we got to, but, but the big thing is, David, we got to get people out to vote. Well, uh, again, during the primary, there's actually a little over 29% voter turnout. Uh, that's way, way unacceptable. We have a right to vote in this United States. And the only way we can control county government, state government, or even federal government is to, for the people to vote. Because the people, which we was talking about, they are the boss. We, have, we as the people have to take our position as the boss instead of letting the politicians do it. 
And it starts at a local level in in all the races. Even to get to the president, you've got to vote locally first. It doesn't matter. And when people do not get out and vote, you don't have a reason to complain. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you got to get out and vote, folks. I mean, I think everybody knows that. And I think we're going to see that coming up here in the gubernatorial election. Uh, I think if if a certain demographic gets out and votes, I think we're going to have a new governor. I can you know, see that. I, I, I mean, you got to you got to do something. You got to get out and vote. I know the party is working hard at um, on getting people in now, and they're voting, uh, wanting the down ballot. Everybody to start at the top and go down the ballot. But I mean, you got to you know you got to find people. You got to put them in office. And uh, in the future, I, I mean, everybody needs to get. We need more choices on the ballot. We need more people running for office on a regular basis. But yeah, that's that. You know. You know, say what you want about Hines County, or I'll say what I want about Hines County. They did just get three. They just kicked off three board members yep. right? because people yep. are fed up. You know, well, you let, know, let's just pretend for a second that David Archie's thing was is what you know that, that nothing was nothing was wrong or stolen or anything like that. That he got voted off the off the island. You got three <laughs> board of supervisor members voted off the island in one swing. Okay, and- that, that that means now, now you're creating an opportunity. Assuming they ain't all on the take and yada, 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 to have some change. Over okay. There. And a and change is good. Okay, look at it this way. In Canton, four aldermen lost, fought in court to get back in office, and then ran another election, and four those four aldermen were back. <laughs> I mean, mm. well, that's corruption at its finest. Sorry, we didn't take the first election serious enough, but we're, we're going to take it serious this time. Right. What happened to David Archie's election heist, whatever, high tech, uh, whatever? That's, that's all gone. That's now. in federal. Is it federal court now? It's in federal court. I thought I thought I didn't. Um, the circuit court dismissed it. I remember that the last thing I they heard about dismissed it. it. He went to federal court, mm-hmm. and now he's waiting for the. And the reason why they dismissed it was because when the computer the filing late, they filed yeah, it late. That's one day late. Yeah, one day late. And they and the building was locked. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what his lawyer said. I, re- I, re- I read that it wasn't locked. It was actually open. Well, the cir- I read the that it was open, that. but he's got videotape of trying to get in, and it's locked. Oh, does it? Okay. Now, yeah. I don't know if that was done after hours or not. But, Who knows? Uh, yeah, I just remember, like, I think the circuit clerk said it was open, but that was the hack, right? The right. hack they had in Hines County. Yeah. That's why he couldn't probably file and, it on MEC. And remember, yesterday, the Secretary of State system went down. Yeah, it's all that. I mean, and— It uh, wasn't just Secretary of State. It was— it was Department of Revenue, everything. Yeah, and then all the phones were down. They sent everybody home, and I'm going, you're days before an election, and you say nothing can happen, and then, oops. And I did find it quite interesting. I was watching – I did a video about that yesterday on my social media about the not being able to get your car tags and titling and all that stuff because in the car business, we use a system called Marvin. Right. It's through, the, yeah. it's through the Department of Revenue to do your titling and all that. I was like, well, car business friends, y'all, y'all gonna have a heck of a day trying to sell cars if you can't if you can't use Marvin. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause banks got to have that to, for funding and every you know proof of t- proof of title for funding and all that. So I mean, it, it brings everything to a screeching halt. And I, I found it interesting on the news at the tail end of the of the story. They love to throw this out there. Uh, they do not suspect any any foul play. No, and they said no hackers, and they said uh, the upcoming elections. We'll, we'll be safe and secure or something to that extent. I'm like, how do you know? You literally just lost control of your entire digital system here, and you're telling us, you, but you know the election is going to be safe and secure. Yeah. And you can't call, and if you can't call in discrepancies during the day to the Secretary of State's office, you can't get them solved on yeah. election day. 
You know, they keep telling us we're all just a bunch of election-denying conspiracy theorists, but they keep doing this stuff right in front of our faces and trying to tell us, but everything's okay. You're talking about as regarded the Secretary of State's hat or uh, website be done? Yeah. Well, just like think about this also. Hines County was down for what, like a month almost? Yeah, and it was hacked, and they paid the hacker. Now the hacker knows they can come back to them and get paid again. And I always thought it was kind of funny. Like, who's head of the hacking organization that picked Hines County? Like, I'd pick a county with some money. Like, well, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to go pick Hines County. Like, they, how did they decide to do that? But Well, I'm making a broad assumption here, mm. allegedly. My in my mind, they found somebody on the inside that said, "Hey, look, I'll make sure we pay you if you hack this. Mm-hmm. You know, just make sure I get make sure I get mines." And that that's the way it works. <laughs> yeah, make sure I get mines. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, y'all hitting on it because that's exactly one of my pet peeves about this whole election. And I mean, I'd love to talk about, hey, let's get Donald Trump in, but. It's like an alcoholic or an addict. Unless you address that, hey, there's a problem, you can't fix the problem. If if And when the Republicans voted to certify the elections and they didn't acknowledge, hey, the election was stolen, and they didn't address anything to do, anything that they did to steal it, to stop them from stealing it in the future, I mean, we put ourselves behind the eight ball. You know, we kind of screwed ourselves in that. Even Paul uh, Ryan, as much as uh, Naran Paul, I'm sorry, as much as I appreciate him, he voted to certify the election. And when he was called out on it, he said, "We don't know if uh, if the uh, the theft or the uh, election integrity was enough to sway the election." Well, you know, it's kind of like you spill a little bit of arsenic in the cake. Well, I don't know if it's enough arsenic to actually make the cake dangerous. Once you know that it's stolen, once you know that it's tainted, then the only thing that you can do is throw it out and start over again. You know, in the, Can- in the Canton election, we actually had the election commission not want to certify it, and Michael Watson sued them and said you had to certify the election regardless, which I thought was unique, that you tell somebody they have to sign a piece of paper. That's, you know, that's the way these things are running. You know, unless we go back and, and, and Republicans, instead of like they're scared to be tied with January 6th, and I think that's why they pulled the whole January 6th debacle to begin with. Not not the protesters, but the government. They're, I think they're the ones who are behind the January 6th. They're the, I think it was Antifa members who basically raided the Capitol and pulled others into it. But what I'm saying is... Uh, unless Republicans acknowledge that it's stolen, there's no remedy. Yeah, and that's know? and that's the problem. We when you speak out against election crimes currently, you're saying, "Oh, you're just being like Trump." Well, no, I'm not. It actually did happen. We actually Trump, had the Trump's paper actually happened too. Yes, they all happened. They, but they, I mean, they've tried to make you look like a like a psych, psycho babble uh, weirdo uh, if you if you suggest that there was some improprieties in the election. I mean, that's why David. Archie's using high-tech election heist and not calling it an election theft. Yeah. He, he, he don't want to sound like Trump. I think you gain more credibility if you sound like Trump. We quit playing this game. Well, if you go of, to – we took payroll records and proved it. I mean, there's literally video that the Trump organization or Trump's attorneys used in court the other day, a compilation of Democrats in Congress refusing to sign off on the electors because 
they thought the 2016 election was stolen, but it's perfectly okay when it happens to de- when when Democrats think something's stolen and legitimate. But the second we question a legitimately stolen election, we're we're somehow nut jobs. Now listen to this. And so I'm using that to bring it local because the same thing. I'm gonna bring this up because David went through it. David won his last. Joe, election. hang it up on your brother. Thank you, David. David, uh, in his election that he won a few years back, wound up in court for four years. Yeah, we we, uh, we actually won in 2015. Uh, according to the votes, we won by two votes. But the, the thing about this is, they want power so bad, they want to maintain power so bad that I was actually for four years sued by Carl Banks for beating him, which is that which is crazy. But this went on for four years till it finally got to the Supreme Court of Mississippi. What this means is they will do. They will go as far as they can to maintain the power they have in Madison County. It's it's sad that this has to happen because the people have to understand the the corruption that's going on in Madison County. When you have to, we had boxes of uh, votes that were just misplaced when we were counting votes back in 2015. We found uh, boxes of Lake Caroline votes hidden away in, in a uh, closet at the at the court building. Nobody knew how, where they went or how they got there, but they were whole bodies, almost uh, 900 votes just missing. We found them, but they're, and we have to watch the election commissioners when they were counting votes back then. We had to watch each and every one of them to count every little single vote, and still supposedly won by two votes. This did you, get, shows the did you get the seat when you won? Yes. Huh? You, that, was that, you, got, you took the seat when you won it? Yes. Okay. And he sued And he sued me for four years. So finally, when he got to the Supreme Court, uh, I think at that time the court said, "Well, it's over with now. It's just moot." Well, it's not moot because we won and we served four years. That is what we're talking about now. This a lot of this stuff is just swept underneath the rug, overlooked because people get complacent in what they're doing in their everyday lives and they do not understand how important it is to to to. Put that vote out there and change your government to what's best for you, not best for them. This is their retirement plan. They'll be there forever if we allow them to have that to happen. That's a nice little job, you know. It's a great right. job. Yeah. Look, we got to we got to take our last break. Come back, land the plane for this hour. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Yeah. Kind of All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We got about a minute. Or so left here with our with our guest. We got Chip Matthews running for District Five Supervisor. David Bishop running for District Four in Madison County. Guys, sounds like change is needed in Madison County if you want to fight corruption and you want Madison County first. Yes, very much so. I mean, we if you want if you you got to get out and vote, people. That's all that matters. David Bishop and I are, have been beating the streets. We're walking the streets. I've been playing the sign game with uh, various different things just to hold get that, you interested. Hold that thought real quick. I've had multiple people text in and ask, how can they find some of this information online uh, that, that you've talked about today? Is there is there somewhere online with a compilation of this type stuff? Well, for the crime, you, you're, the podcast you put up with Jameson yep. is an in-depth hour-and-a-half conversation about everything that went on even where the attorney spence flatgard for the election commission shut us down when we were trying to report these crimes to the election commission all right guys so you go find that just search clay edwards show wherever you download podcast stream music etc and uh, it'll be one of the three or four most recent episodes it'll say jameson haygood with chip matthews and 
Um, what would it would say Jameson Hager. Yeah, Timothy Jenkins. I'm right. sorry. I can never remember Timothy's name. Please get out and vote, people. You can vote absentee today. You can open tomorrow till noon, all next week. If uh, That's the only way I know you can beat that line. We know it's going to get a little cooler. It might be a little rain. So get out and vote as soon as you can for Chip Matthews for Supervisor District 5 and uh, David Bishop for Supervisor District 4. All right, guys. We appreciate y'all coming back. After the top of the hour break, it'll be me and Sean in here talking about a bunch of stuff. Uh, I got a bunch on my mind. I'm ready to unleash. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.